Welcome to Sports Buds Hockey Podcast, where we discuss the ins and outs of all things hockey and where everyone's perspective is appreciated. Please welcome your hosts, Merrick Zemp and Colin Simpson. Hello and welcome to Sports Buds Hockey Podcast, episode number 16. My name is Merrick Zemp and with me as always is Colin Simpson. How are you doing tonight, Simps? Doing good, Mab. Doing good. Uh, some great games. Uh, we're going to catch you up on the round, first round of the playoffs, uh, where everybody's at, what's new, what's changed, and, and what to get prepared for for the weekend because it's going to be some exciting hockey. So we'll start right at the top, Boston Bruins, Florida Panthers. So when we left last time, Florida was down 3-1, uh, only been one game since the last podcast, and of course what happens goes to overtime. Did you watch that overtime, Sims? No, I didn't see it, unfortunately, but uh... – Definitely heard that Kachuk scored the goal, and that's what was kind of being talked about. It was. It was a, a brutal cough up by Allmark behind the net, and then uh, the Panther kind of dumped it out from the corner, hit a guy right to Kachuk. Nice little backhand with nobody near the net at all. Little little backhander he put it in. I think he might have went between the legs just to prove he could do it. But anyway, yeah, typical Kachuk goal. It was nice. I'm sure everybody hated him, but what are you going to do? But the big thing is now they're going back to Florida for game six. You know, it's you start getting to those six and sevens, anything can happen. Yeah, it was Boston's to win, but you know, they didn't take advantage of it. Florida stuck around, they get to go home, maybe take a game at home. Still feel Boston will go through with this, but you just never know. Put yourself in situations to to win and you can still do it. Well, the hard part, right? It's the playoffs. So Every hit you take, every game you have to play extra is just a little bit tougher down the line. So even if Boston does survive, I mean, I think they would have been a lot happier getting out of this in four or even five. So uh, next up, we've got Carolina and the Islanders. I know your favorite team. How'd they do? Yep, my Islanders are uh, coming back, and that's right. They're my Islanders now. Uh, they they managed to squeak out a win themselves to keep themselves in the series when it looked like Carolina was starting to take a stranglehold on it, but they have got kind of the same situation. Now they get to go home and see if they can extend it to a game seven or stave off elimination, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, a a pretty decent series. Uh, Again, a a big, big plays by them. Uh, Big, important. Well, I mean, really just getting it at the right time, getting that last goal, right? Three, two wins. So really tight checking one, Uh, really hard hitting series. So you're seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of bumps and bruises there too. Uh, next one up is New Jersey and the Rangers. Another one we disagreed on. Yeah, this one's kind of surprising me a little. I definitely thought the Rangers had the experience to kind of close out. But being a young, talented team, I think they gave them some life. And now they're running with it with tons of confidence. And so what, they go three straight, I think. So they went down 2-0 and they've won the last three, including a blowout tonight. So, you know, it's now Jersey's in the driving seat. Like I just, I don't know if the Rangers can steal two, two back from this team on such a roll right now. Yeah, no, that's it. They got blown out five, one, two straight at the beginning. And then since then they went into Madison square garden, held them to one goal game for two games in Madison square garden. And then yeah, one, four, nothing tonight. Like just to, they really turned it around a big one there. 
uh, all season long. You said, who the hell is Vanacek? And why is this guy the goalie of the future for the Jersey Devils? And now they said, you know what, right, Simps? I don't know if they called you, if they just touched base with you. They said, Simps, I think it's time to move on from this guy. We're going to put in some guy you've never even heard of, even more than that guy. And we're going we're gonna to run with him because I think he's going to do it for us. And so now they got a guy named Schmied who I've never heard of or anything. And, yeah, he's grabbed the ball and he's running with it. So we'll see if uh, Vanacek even gets another chance to start at this point. And next up, talking about, uh, you know, not closing out when you're up 3-1. Just random, how'd the uh, Leafs in the Tampa Bay game go tonight? Yeah, well, once again, this kind of series is like, I don't know who doesn't mean who wins is the team that played better. It's been kind of a back and forth. Uh, I obviously am cheering for Toronto. I've picked them to go through. However, I don't feel like they've really taken any game other than game two with any real gusto. Like they have not really deserved a couple of their wins. They came out again tonight, got outplayed again. They got outshot badly uh, and just didn't weren't effective. And if you look at the series statistically, you know, like I said, they haven't been that great. They were talking about even themselves knowing they hadn't played that great and got a couple wins they didn't. And most of their goals have been on the power play, which don't get me wrong. We expect to see power play goals from Toronto. But if you want to win some playoff hockey, you're going to have to show a little more dominance in five on five hockey. And now we're going back to uh, Tampa Bay and giving the uh, two time champs here a glimmer of hope. Yeah. Yeah, they know they can do it. They always did, but they just just did one tonight. And then now, yeah, going back home, getting that game. If they can win that and get it to game seven, I mean, geez. It, uh, you know everybody's clenching a little bit tighter when it comes to the Leafs and it comes to a 3-1 lead. So uh, it wasn't a good start. They definitely wanted to close it out tonight in Toronto if they could. So it's a, it's a tough one for them. Uh, next up, we'll go to the Western Conference. We've got Vegas Golden Knights and Winnipeg Jets. So this one, uh, in the direct contrast to all the games in the East, this one, uh, Vegas came out, went hard, and managed to uh, close it out with the, with the Winnipeg Jets tonight. So they are eliminated. Vegas is on to round two with a 4-1 win tonight. Yeah, Vegas just looked strong the whole way. Had that one blip in the beginning. But after that, it was just, you know, four lines coming at you. Uh, just too much, too many good players. No massive standouts. The Eichel's played okay. They've had some guys who played okay, but there's just too many weapons for them to hold them off. And, uh, you know, game in, game out, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, we talked about it earlier, some of these teams that would end up with a lot of guys scoring goals. Maybe they don't have a Connor McDavid or whatever, but they've got, you know, they've got seven, eight guys with 60 points, 70 points, whatever, and instead of having one guy with 150. So, uh, Vegas definitely has that, a lot of balance, a lot of players. Colorado and Seattle. Uh, big series, uh, pretty, uh, well, a huge hit by McCarr the other night, got him suspended for tonight's game, uh, or last night's game, sorry. But uh, looking at the, looking at the series right now, where's this going to go from here? Well, it's going exactly how I predicted. Um, Seattle's definitely taking it like I thought. But um, <laughs> I'd have to double check your bracket there, Sips. I'm not 100% sure anyone called that. 
Yeah, there's no doubt. Seattle's playing really well, and you're playing against a team that we brought it up before, both from the regular season and going into the playoffs. Colorado can't stay healthy, and forget just the health portion. Then you tack on a suspension from a car, and he is the you know the straw that stirs the drink when it comes to the offense from the back end, and they really, really badly rely on him. And being out was a big cause of that loss the other night. And now they've put themselves in a predicament that all the, uh, oh, sorry, all Kraken have to do is just get lucky in one of two games. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't have to dominate in any way. They just got to get lucky in one of two games, get a couple of bounces, and, you're, and they've pulled off a massive upset. Yeah, just hang around, right? It's not, uh, they don't have to be the dominant player as long as, yeah, like you said, they get a bounce or two, and that's all it's going to take to make the difference. So uh, that would be a huge, huge upset. Uh, really big story moving into the next round with that one. So we'll see what happens. They play tomorrow night. Uh, next up, the Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings. You know what? We can talk about this game all day long. Uh, really big win for them uh, after the comeback the other night, uh, really continuing on with their play in Edmonton. Big 6-3 win. Yeah, they were finally able to make the score total kind of match up better with their shot total. There's been quite a few games where they've peppered shots on Corpusalo, but he's managed to keep everything out. So the score lines have been, even if they did win, score lines maybe looked a little closer than it could have been. But in this one, it felt like a pretty much a domination from start to finish. Felt like they just jumped all over them and just kept hammering away. They made sure they didn't let up this time. There's no comebacks. So that's good for them to be able to take a little bit of momentum because they got to go down to LA, which is a pretty crazy rowdy stadium and uh but i think they're going to close it out in game six i think a little less pressure when you got to close out games on the road so i think this is the next game is where they'll take it on I think i sure hope so i don't want to go to game seven for this one i don't know if my nerves can handle it uh definitely a better one i, I mentioned earlier in the series that that corpus Allo was just he looked like he was just getting to a lot of pucks they were just hitting his shoulder uh right on the edge of the pad a, a bunch of that kind of thing and it seemed like the last couple of games, those ones just, they all got by him. You know, the um, the Hyman goal in overtime, not an amazing shot, not the greatest shot, not a huge pass or a one-timer, just kind of ripped it. And he just, this time he just finally didn't quite get it. Uh, the Kane goal, the, the, you know, a bunch of those, they just didn't quite do it, right? They're where he just all of a sudden he didn't quite catch it with the glove or he didn't quite hit it with his shoulder, a bit of those. So uh, they did pull him in that game. So we'll see. I mean, I'm assuming he'll be back in net because he has stood on his head the series, but just the last two games have been a little slower for him. So uh, again, I, I agree. I hope they finish it down there. No game sevens for that one. Uh, next one up is Dallas and Minnesota. I definitely knew this was going to be a close series. Uh, I thought it would kind of play out the way it is. I think Dallas has actually been a little better than I give them credit for though. I feel they've actually been the stronger team and I believe they should be up three, two. Uh, Ottinger uh, shut up last game. He's a pretty strong goalie. He showed that in last year's playoffs as well. A pretty good performer for such a young age. So I, I think it's still probably going to go seven, but I would definitely probably give the edge, even though I have Minnesota going through my bracket from what we've seen so far, I'd probably say I would expect Dallas to come through on this one. Yeah, I would, uh, 
the from what I've seen for a little bit of the game time I've seen in the highlights, uh, I agree. I think I also have Minnesota moving forward, but uh, and I could still see it going seven. But I agree. I think Dallas has really been the stronger team so far, uh, and but it it was back and forth pretty good, right? They uh, really if they get on you and go, then I think Minnesota's okay. But if they let up a little bit, and the last time there was a big penalty by Felino early in the game took him out of the game as well as giving him a good power play to get started. And I think that one threw him off a little bit. So we'll see what happens with, uh, with that series there. So at this point, all we've got, we've got one team that has moved through. Uh, that is Vegas. Uh, everyone else is still fighting for it. So we got a lot of big game sixes uh, into game sevens as, uh, as needed, I guess. And so we'll kind of see what happens with those, but, uh, it's definitely been uh, a pretty good playoff so far. What's your favorite series so far, Sims? Um, I would definitely say probably the Oilers LA one. It's been a lot oh, of offense. Uh, I knew it. I knew it. We're turning you, Sims. We're turning yeah. you. It's going to be an all Oilers podcast soon. Well, no, I you forgot to let me finish and say I bought all my LA stuff and I've been cheering like crazy. Um, no, the series has been pretty good. And I, I, because of the time of the games, I've been able to see them a little bit better probably than the Toronto and Tampa series, which I have caught a few games as well. But I felt like those games just aren't as, they haven't been as exciting. They've been close. But I don't think it's been a clinic by Kucherov and Point and Matthews and Marner. Uh, I think Nylander has been exciting. But when you're looking at guys who've made the games a little more exciting, I'd probably say the uh, LA and Edmonton one for me. Yeah. No, and, and as an Oilers fan, I think that that one definitely has been. Uh, I've also actually seen quite a bit out of the the Seattle and Colorado games. Uh, a lot of close games, just unexpected, right? Uh, a little bit of that uh, new team kind of getting in, sort of that new car smell on the Seattle Kraken still at this point. It's kind of nice to see them doing something with it. And if they manage to knock off the champs, I mean, that's a, a pretty good feather to put in your cap. So. It'll it'll definitely change what the outcome of the second round looks like, and it may even bust a bracket or two for people that may have thought Colorado was going a little bit further than the first round. So it could be a big deal if they actually pull that one off. No, for sure. And like we've talked about before, playoffs are about storylines, and I think that's also probably why the LA one kind of picks up a little because they do have like the Hollywood Will Ferrell kind of battle going on. You know what I mean? There's a little something else going on in the background, a side story. Yeah. And I think that's kind of helped bring the hype up a little on that series. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. And anytime they can throw in a big name and, and all that, it's uh, it's exciting as well. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, current episode and all previous episodes of Sports Buds Hockey Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Uh, or you can check us out at www.sportsbuds.com or join our Facebook group, Sports Buds Hockey Podcast. Please leave a comment. Let us know. We've got our brackets up there. We're getting some comments. Uh, really interesting to see what you guys think. And, uh, of course, Jordy always loves to throw something about the Leafs. So good for him. Thank you for looking, Jordy. And uh, after that, I just want to say thank you so much to uh, to everybody for listening. We're having a great time doing this and really enjoying the playoffs and, and getting to recap a little bit for you guys. So thank you very much. Thank you, Sips. Thanks, Bob. Have a great night. Bye.